Thank you for tuning in to the Real Estate Matters Most podcast. On this show, we'll provide information on real estate, including a list of do's and don'ts and any relatable real estate topics, and also any questions that the viewers may have. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. All right, all right. What is going on, guys? Hope everybody's having a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say that uh, I am very, very honored about this day. Um, you you got to know the difference between Memorial Day, Labor Day, Veterans Day, and Memorial Day commemorates the people who have sacrificed their life in the line of duty so that we could have freedom. So I want to just say thank you on that note. It is an extreme privilege to live in this country, especially when I see what's going on in other places uh, I am extremely gifted and, and 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 very proud to be an American, just because it is a uh, it is a place with with a democracy. So, just wanted to give a quick shout out right there. Hope everybody's having a relaxing, enjoy day. No Monday, so that's pretty dope. And it also officially starts the. Let me turn this mic down just a little bit. Also officially starts the first day of summer. So welcome to that as well. We are doing a simultaneous uh, live video as well as our podcast, where it is Jermaine Robertson with uh, Real Estate Matters. It's kind of like a play on words. This is episode number six, and if you've checked out some of our previous episodes, you've had a chance to hear us talk about different things uh, uh, real estate related, and we're going to kind of keep that trend going right now. Um, just kind of jumping in, historically, we know that May, June, July in Arizona, the real estate market goes a little bit haywire. Um, I haven't been able to actually put my finger on why the market starts heating up. It could have something to do with the weather. It definitely has something to do with the fact that kids are starting to get out of school right now. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it has a lot to do with the fact that we just live in one of the best economic times that we've possibly ever seen. So with that said, let's go ahead and just get straight into it. And, and the topic of this one is going to be specifically about multiple offers coming in on seller's property. We've had the opportunity uh, in the last couple of weeks to have a lot of great opportunities. Uh, our client's homes just went under contract after one day on the market, and we were able to get another $5,000 unsolicited from a buyer to make sure that they were able to get their uh, offer accepted above and beyond all the other ones. So that brings me to the next point. Uh, what to do when you're getting multiple offers on a, on a property, and specifically speaking from uh, a seller's standpoint, um, you're you're in a very good position when that's happening, and and not to be fearful of about selling your home too fast. Uh, I believe that you can still control the outcome of the process uh, when you have multiple offers, because that means you have something that is in a very high demand, and when it's in a high demand, guess what? You have the option to kind of control or steer that outcome uh, fairly easily. And what I mean by that is you have something that a multitude of people want. And when you have something that a multitude of people want, guess what? You have the ability to say, hey, this is how we're going to flow and this is what we're going to do. OK, so be sure to uh, not be fearful about your home going under contract too fast. 
Uh, don't be scared about uh, getting getting multiple offers at one time. Just look at them all. Make sure that your agent is pre-qualifying each one of the buyers. That way you make sure that you get something under contract that they can actually close at the end of the day confidently and get through home inspections, appraisals, all that other really cool stuff right now. And that's going to be a good thing. So let's transition over into the buyer side of things, because I think the seller is going to be taken care of, uh, at least for the next couple months. I think they're going to be in a pretty solid position. Now, I had an agent call me this morning. We had a property, like I said, the one we were just talking about that just went under contract. And the agent gave me a call this morning and said, you know, we've seen that you had a property. It just recently went under contract. And. You know, we just wanted to know how far in the process you were with that. So I said, well, you know, we just went under contract about a day ago. And he says, OK, great. He says, uh, you know, could you tell me a little bit about it? I said, well, we had a lot of interest and, um, you know, my client was just ready to go ahead and um, move to the second phase of the process, which was going under contract and starting the next phase um, because they happened to be looking for another home. And so I, he says, OK, great. He says, well, I have an interested client who would like to make an all cash offer. And, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on that? I said, well, you got a client that's looking to make a cash offer. Then you got a client that's looking to make a cash offer. That's pretty good. He says, yeah, he says, but, um, you know, we just want to make sure that, you know, your client is taking backup offers. Now, as I'm talking to this agent, and I don't I don't know his background. I don't know his pedigree. I don't know anything about him. Other than the fact that um, he sounds like he's trying to see if he even wants to submit the offer. And I said, I said, well, I said, we're currently pending. We're not we're not accepting backup offers. I said, but let me ask you, has your clients had an opportunity to see the home? He says, well, no, should we? I said, well, unless your client is willing to make a blind offer. And what that means is without seeing the home, they're willing to make an offer. Um, I think it'd be a good idea to see the property at least. He says, well, do you think, and I hear me clearly when I say this, he says, do you think it's a good idea that we submit an offer? What he's saying is, is do we have a chance to win? I remember Michael Jordan say, uh, you you, he says, he says, you take it something about taking a chance of missing, missing some of the shots that you make, but you take a hundred percent chance of missing all the shots you don't make. And my response back to this agent, maybe he did or did not like my response, but I said, when it's in the interest of our clients, I think you should always, always make the offer. My clients have recently asked me, they say, well, the properties that we're, we're liking are fall are they're flying off the market fairly fast. And I said, well, that's that's normal. I said, what's the problem? They said, well, you know, with them flying off the market so fast, I'm scared that we're not going to be able to get the property that we want. And I'm very clear when I'm speaking to my clients and I say, listen, be very clear. Your agent is very aggressive. And the one thing that I like doing more than anything is getting involved in multiple offers or getting involved where there's already offers on the table for the property. I said, let's just go look at it. And if it's the property that you want, let's go ahead and get it. Now, for you as the buyer being in this particular market, it's going to be essential that you have a number one and a number two property. And the reason why I say that is because you can go all in on both of them. Um, you know, at different points, at different times. And then ultimately, you can possibly land a shot at getting either the number one property that you liked or possibly the number two 
But either way, you put yourself in a winning position to get a home that you know that you and your family are absolutely going to love. So when my clients say, well, you know what, there's so many offers going in on these properties. Soon as that, I mean, literally within a day or two, literally anything under 300,000, even I would say even upwards of $330,000 properties are going under contract within two, three days. If your home's sitting on the market longer than two, three days, you might want to look at possibly seeing if your home is overpriced or maybe making some adjustments. But most homes are, are selling really quick with a lot of offers, not only just a lot of offers, but a lot of people previewing it. So my clients will say to me and they say, you know, Jermaine, there's a lot of offers being put in on these properties. I don't know what our chances are. You know, one thing about being a real estate agent and, and being an entrepreneur is, is that you have to you have to learn one of the benefits, one of the benefits, I'm put it like this. One of the benefits of being in my profession is you get the opportunity to think outside the box. And when you get to think outside the box, you get to line up a bunch of different opportunities for your clients to win the bidding war. And, and win it at a point, not where they're going to lose their shirt, but win it at a point where they can still win. And, it, and it's a win-win situation for both parties. But just imagine that you're working with an agent who says, you know what? It already has an offer on it. Maybe we should go look at something else. And God forbid that that's the home you have your heart set on, that you have your mind set on. That's the home that you feel like is the right one for you. And your agent doesn't want to put in the offer. Or your agent uh, lingers around too long, hinting at other things. Put in the offer. I tell I told this guy when he gave me a call this morning about maybe an hour ago. I said, "Listen, as long as there's an opportunity that your client might be able to get the property, why would you not put in the offer? What's the worst that happens? You get told no. Keep shopping." Keep looking for the home that, that that might be for you because that door might have shut for a reason because maybe that wasn't the home for you. But as a buyer, you're going to go up against some other competition right now. And let me see some of the things that you're going to be looking at when you do get ready to place your offer. You're going to get other people coming in, not asking for any seller concessions. What that means is these other buyers who are going to be going head to head to try to get the property that you want, they're not going to ask the seller for anything. And unfortunately, you're going to need five or $6,000 possibly, right? They're not going to ask for home warranty. Maybe your agent might figure that they're in a different buyer's market and they might ask for that. What I'm saying is, is you got to know how to structure your offer based on how the market is right now. That doesn't mean you have to give away your shirt and everything else in order to win the bid. All that simply means is that you have to have a headstrong, very smart real estate professional who can simply just put in an offer that makes sense and then follow it up and let the other agent or the other party know that you're the one who can get the deal done. And even after I submit my offers for my clients, I almost always follow up about 10 or 15 times I, I, just to make sure that they know that we're the ones that really, really want that property. And then at the end of the day, if the door gets shut and let's say we don't get the home, let's say just just some crazy fluke accident that we did not get the property. That's OK, too. Because I'm strong enough to advise my clients and say, hey, listen, the right home is waiting on you. Don't worry about this one.
without taking up too much of their time or making them feel like maybe this is a useless cause because right now it's aggressive. It's fun aggressive though. I like that. And you got to have somebody who's willing to get in the trenches who likes it to be fun aggressive. Listen, anybody can be a wild animal in a zoo getting food chucked to them in their cage. It takes a very rare individual to want to get out there in the wild and want to get gazelle focused and get on top of their business and handle it like that. But that's how it is right now. And business doesn't stop. So you got to make sure your clients are fulfilled. You have to make sure that everything is running according to plan. So guess what? You got to figure out ways to make it happen. So right now, maybe you're not going to be asking for concessions from the seller. Figure out another way to make it happen. Maybe you're not going to be asking for a home warranty. I don't even have a problem with picking up home warranties for my clients. I really don't because I appreciate them so much that I want them to have a peace of mind. If that means them getting a home, I want to purchase you a home warranty that makes you be able to get into that home and and, and at least enjoy it and know that you're not going to have to worry about an AC unit or some other crazy stuff breaking down. For me, it's a very small uh, it's a very small gift that I could get for somebody who's trusted me with their biggest purchase of their life. So, you know, like I said, historically, and I've been saying this for a while, uh, the real estate market heats up right about now. Today, Memorial Day, it's our very first day of the summertime. Um, there's a lot of people that are out there on the water right now. They're hanging out. They're chilling. I'm in the office right now. I'm grinding it out right now. I'm having fun right now. I'm I'm enjoying what's going on right now, and I'm waiting on the next person to give us a call to say, hey, how can you help us? I've been reaching out to clients since 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock this morning. We got people out in Detroit. We got people out in Iowa. We're reaching out to everybody. We got people out in Washington. We're reaching out to everybody possible. Texas, we're reaching out to everybody because these people are looking to move out into the state right now. They understand too. But even though our market is heating up right now, we're doing way better than the mother states. Trust me, our property taxes are lower. Um, we're just doing way better. Even when the temperature heats up to 150 degrees, there's no better place to be when it comes to real estate than the state of Arizona. Trust me on that. We didn't move up to the number fourth spot out of nowhere. We moved up because this is the place where people want to move to. And this is the place where people want to live at. Um, so it's just a really good time to kind of get things happening, but on the buyer side, you got to be aggressive right now. And one question I ask my clients almost always before we, we get ready to place our offer, I say, Mr. Buyer, how much do you really like this home? Like on a scale of one to 10, could you give me a number? If it's anything North, if it's anything North of an eight, I start figuring out ways where we can we can pull out every stop because when you tell me it's an eight or above, I know you love this home. If you tell me it's a six, I might say, "Are you you know you sure you want this one?" And if they say, "Yeah, yeah, let's go after it," I'm still gonna go after it. But there's nothing like my client telling me it's an eight when they really like the home, when they really want it. That's when I really want to go get it. That's when I really want to figure out the best way to go after it. So whether we're in an aggressive market, whether we're um, we're on a downturn, it doesn't it, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because we're helping people at the end of the day achieve a goal 
and get the keys to the most expensive purchase of their life. So that's all we're really shooting after. That is the name of the game. That is the that is the uh, number one plan of of attack each and every time. So my game plan when it, when it comes to working with my clients as a real estate professional is to be aggressive, to be very aggressive, um, to be very forward thinking. Um, another thing is to 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 kind of project, um, you know, what each market area is is looking like. You know, depending on where we're putting in our offer at, we're not going to be as aggressive in Santan Valley or, or uh, Florence, Arizona, as we are going to be in, um, you know, maybe Levine. You know, I say Levine because I think Levine is one of the hottest markets in real estate right now. I think they're issuing out more building permits than anybody else, hands down, because they ultimately know that this is the place to be. This is the place that's going to bridge the gap between here and Tucson. They know that for a fact. So we're not going to. So depending on what area we're working in, you know, depends on the level of aggressiveness that we need to put. You know, when working with our buyers, Maricopa County, I might be. You know, I might ask for a whole bunch of stuff. I might ask for closing costs. I might run it up. I might drop a ten thousand. I might drop the price ten thousand on them just to come in there and be like, yeah, we'll take it. And trust me, you can get a mansion out and uh, you can get like a little baby mansion out in Maricopa County. You can get a little baby mansion in Florence or Eloy or Casa Grande or or Santan Valley. Man, you can if you can stand a commute, you can do very well out there. So I always try to figure out where my buyers uh, work at, uh, where their family's at, because if I can get them close to one of those areas, I'm almost guaranteed to try to get them into a home in that spot because I know that they will win. And by time the, the market catches up to them, they would have been two, three years into it, plenty of equity. Um, but I, I, I don't I don't forecast equity. I don't forecast values. Um, but I can tell you where the best value in the valley is. And I can definitely tell you where the best market is and uh, trying to get my clients in the best possible position to launch and uh, to hit their target is um, definitely of the most utmost importance. So, like I said, right now, you got to make sure that you're working with somebody who is going to be willing to make the offer and not just make it, but know it, like know it with their heart, know it with everything that they are, that they can actually, uh, that they can actually get it right behind me. It says complexity is the enemy of execution. I keep that up there because it lets me, it reminds me as I'm writing these offers for my, for my buyers, it tells me don't overcomplicate it. Just rely on knowing what's going on. Just rely on knowing what's uh, happening out there. Know what the inventory is like. And uh, that's why our clients love us. That's why our clients come to us because they understand that we know what's going on in the market. We're not shy. We're not uh, We're not gazelles or deers in the headlight. We know exactly what's going on. So we have every opportunity to make sure we take advantage of that. So you know, like, what can I say? It's heating up. It's heating up. It's heating up. I do want to put a shout out real quick. If I can find this, we are going to be having another open house. Uh, you, you're almost, how can I put it? You're going to find us at an open house um, probably every day, every day for the rest of the year. You're going to find us at an open house. And if I can find this address, 
I would love for you guys to come out. I would love for you to um, check us out. Let me see what I got right here. If I can find it, then I can give you the address. If not, you know that I'm going to be putting out plenty of uh, content around it. But, uh, you know, our intention is to be out there in the field, talking to people, talking to potential buyers, talking to potential sellers, anybody who's interested in knowing what's going on. We plan on being out there. We just doubled down on our signs, our open house signs. So get ready to see a bunch of those little fork signs outside. We're going to be doing open houses every day, every day. Tuesday through Saturday, we're going to be cranking. We're going to keep going uh, because ultimately we understand that having knowledge about what's going on in the real estate market is going to is going to benefit our clients immensely. And that's all we want to do. Our goal for this year is to help as many people as we humanly can make it happen. And the only way we can do that is by being knowledgeable, being aware of what's going on in the real estate market, what's going on in the valley. Well, heck, let's take it a bit further. What's going on in the country? All right. We got to know. We got to know. If you're going to if you're going to make it, if you're going to be successful at helping people, you have to be able to tell them or guide them in directions that they may not be aware of and get them to the finish line. That's all we want to do. We don't want to do a whole lot of talking, a whole lot of song and dancing. We just want to go after it and, and make it happen. That's it, period, point blank. So I don't believe I can find this address right now, <laughs> but I will put out a post uh, as soon as I shut out this. Uh, we're doing simultaneous. We're doing a live Facebook as well as we're doing our podcast. So check it out. You can check out our podcast on any one of your favorite podcast stations. It, it's just it's just information that we're given. I mean, this is this is free game. You know, next thing I'm going to be talking about is credit scores and, you know, anything that I can do to help anything I can say to help. Um, last week, I think we did a podcast on how to pick the right home for you, how to budget, how to be smart about your investment, because your real estate purchase is an investment. It's and, and you got to be smart about it. You got to you got to pick the right one. You got to do the right thing. OK, so we appreciate you guys for tuning in. This will be live or this will be playing. Uh, you can check out any one of our podcasts on the I think it's Jermaine. Uh, I think the title of our podcast is Real Estate Matters. Um, you know, real estate best performing, best performing investment that there's been in the last 50 years. There's not been S&P hasn't ever beat out real estate. Forex has never beat out real estate. Uh, Bitcoin has never beat out real estate. There's nothing that's been more profitable and more historically than real estate. So it's a win-win for me. I think it's, and I know it is the best, most wisest investment that a person can make with their money. It's better than renting. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> you can't, uh, you're not going to get anywhere at renting. So I'll be able to put, I will be sure to, let me turn this down a little bit. I will be sure to put out um, the address and a flyer to where we're going to be having our no next open house. More than likely, it's going to be somewhere in South Phoenix, the Levine area. Um, that's the place that I, I like to specialize in um, just because I know it's the next up and coming area. And if you haven't checked out those homes on 16th Street and uh, where is it? 16th Street and Dobbins, I think. <sighs> 
look through my feed on Facebook. I put out this video. We went and did a full walkthrough. We spent about an hour. We spent about an hour, two hours out there. We did a full walkthrough. I think it's called it Advance, Advan, Avancia. Well, don't go out there without me. Don't don't do that because I, I can still negotiate you a good deal on the lot or something. But these guys are out there cranking it. I believe there are Marquet homes and uh, they are absolutely gorgeous, man. I stood there and all my son looked at me. He's like, what's wrong? I said, man, I didn't think the South Phoenix would ever have anything as beautiful as this with the with the mountain backdrop. You're talking about properties about to be upwards in the one point five million dollars easily easily so um you got the girl scout headquarters out there up on south mountain if you haven't ever seen that it is it's it makes you wonder what they got going on over there like they got secrets to all the like uh what are those cookies called thin mints the thin mint cookies they keep all the secrets out there because it looked like fort knox and then they have the boy scouts uh um it looks like they're training they're training or they're proving ground. It looks like a military fortress out there. It's dope. So, anyways, um, listen, everybody have a very safe, uh, very uh uh relaxing uh Memorial Day. And again, um I, I, I appreciate all the, the people who serve and uh the people who've served and lost their life um in order to protect us. Um I did something earlier, I put a little picture with Pat Tillman. Um, because uh, for for you guys who are not Arizonians, Pat Tillman was at the he was at the top of his career in, in, in Major League or the National Football League, and uh, uh, I think he's an Arizona native. I know he did go to ASU, and uh, he was at the top of his uh, he was at the top of his game. Like dude was balling. He was like all over the field. He was like a little white version of Ray Lewis, and. Um, he, he felt like he needed to go do something else. And uh, he decided to go to the military, forego, uh, you know, probably one of his biggest contract years. Um, and this was right after uh, 9-11. And he felt like, you know, he could do he could serve his purpose better somewhere else. So he decided to go ahead and um, go into the military. And unfortunately, he lost he lost his life. He, he lost his life. And I want to say uh, Kabulstan or uh, Pakistan. Um, so, you know, just just another uh, reason or a reminder of why we celebrate Memorial Day. So enjoy your family, enjoy your time and uh, much love. Appreciate you for tuning in on your relaxing day off. Hopefully I was able to add some value to that. But uh, it's right now it's a dog fight. But uh, get in there and fight that fight. All right. Appreciate you guys. One love. Peace out. Thank you very much. Much love.